But there was this one company, I think called Chop Sports Media. Chop Sports Media. Yeah. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Chop Sports Daily, coming to you live from the Chop Studios right here in Matawan, New Jersey. It is Sturch. It is Gooch. It is nobody else. We had A5 with the old call-out ski. Hopefully, he can join us in the comments if he's at home watching... Watching the Chop Sports Daily. Watching the Chop Sports Feeling Daily. Feeling up to it. <laughs> so do that. Uh, good morning to everybody. Uh, Nick, actually, we were just talking to you. Um, as you jump into the chat, we were just talking to you uh, via recording. So you'll hear our message uh, to you later when you're editing this podcast. So we hope everybody's doing well out there on a Wednesday hump day. We're halfway through the week, already starting to talk about week number two deuce uh when it comes to the nfl we'll get into all that stuff uh he's not really sick he's faking it uh, according to what sauce is saying and that that could be a thing um we'll see but if you want to support chop sports please do so by heading on over to patreon.com forward slash chop sports that's how to do it a two oh yeah i almost just dropped the price a three a five and a ten dollar increments that's how to do it we really appreciate everybody that's already chimed in and chipped in uh throughout the course of the patreon's existence and last night you guys had another break, buds. Did you do anything for the Patreon members? Just we did say not. Yes. No, no, no. Just we, say We yes. did not do anything <laughs> for the Patreon, but the Patreon members have to tune in to the memorabilia breaks on YouTube. Eventually, you guys are going to know all this, right? So because the people that watch, I think there's a lot of confusion as to how we do things, but we got it all shored up. The store is coming soon. Did you write that comment? Bear with me. Yes. I'm oh. saying, what's going on, Scoop? Where's Scoop? Oh, we'll talk about I'm him in a second. I'm just trying to get Scoop in the comments. Yeah. I want to... Yeah, make sure he's there. Make sure he's present. Make sure he's present. Raise your hand if you're here uh, when we say your name here. Uh, Tony Benevento, here. <laughs> so anyway, I hope everybody's doing well out there. Uh, a lot to go into. Um, I will say this before you get into your rundown ski. Uh, today marks 10 years, 10, a decade, since my first professional wrestling match in front of a live crowd. There you go. 10 years ago, a young Dave Sturchio went out there and threw 24 other men over a top rope and won a student battle royal in the Rollway Rec Center in front of 1,300 people. Chris, I have to ask you, bro. Well, I totally thought you were going to say 13 people. No, I, I was very spoiled. Like, a lot of... Actually, that's the majority... That's the... That's the norm. When you first so start much, wrestling, you wrestle been, for these yeah, companies that are, like, so much nobody in there. It would have been so much better if you said 13 people. Um, but yeah, no, I remember those been. days. I remember I was... Uh, well, that's, was, that's yeah, what I want to ask you. That was kind of around the time that we were... I mean, we knew each other for a little bit at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I want to ask you. Okay. Big Shot sold a lot of tickets for me because DeCrosta helped me out tremendously. I sold 153 tickets, not just the Big Shots, but to a lot of people sold tickets to come see me. Okay. Where were you, bro? Um, all the bartenders were there. Not all of them. Not all of them. Some of them were doing the, the after I, party. Because I was a bartender there and I, I wasn't there. Were you? Did you work the after party? Do you remember? I would imagine I did. It was okay. on a weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Because all the Friday bartenders night. were there. Typically what happens in those situations, they're like, okay, so who wants to work the day that a bunch of people that work here are going to come in? That's usually a really good day to work. Oh, okay. I, because not, you work with... Not in the service if, if industry. You, if, you're so serve, I, if you're serving a bunch of your coworkers mm, at a bar, mm -hmm. the tips are a little bit better those days. So I definitely sat out sat out the wrestling, the Royal Rumble, and I had <laughs> a, a good night at Big Shot. That night. All right. Well, I, I did imagine. too. I did too. We came there. We celebrated. It was a good time. Just to be 
just to be clear, I can't remember what I did three days ago. And oh, yeah, I don't remember what I, what I had for lunch. 10 so. years ago today. But it, that's what Facebook does for you. It's like, hey, by the way, Dave, you uh, you did a good thing Well, 10 I years think ago. last year at this point, was I was already well into my deleting my memories as you go on Facebook because they're so cringe. You see what you posted eight years ago? So like I, I would probably be locked up for some of the stuff I, that I used well, to say. We definitely wouldn't have a show. <laughs> and <true. laughs> that's a fact. <laughs> and you've got to go through and just delete the old shit because I don't ever want to see it again. I deleted so a I lot think of I things did that from this day last year. I deleted a lot of things from 2011 because 2011, I you know, I, I've mentioned that plenty of times on this show. I was dating that one girl and you know, if she got hit by a bus tomorrow, I wouldn't be dark, I wouldn't dark times, dark times. Yeah, there so are brighter anyway. <laughs> days ahead here at the Chop Studio. Yeah, no, a lot of fun going on. I did see. Speaking of wrestling, I did see Chris Payne at the gym today. He officially signed up at the Kingdom, so he's there. He comes walking in, um, and uh, yeah, so that actually opens up the Kingdom in uh, right around the corner. Really, it's like six minutes away. Um, John Segretti, Doctor John Segretti, opening up a gym. He had this vision. I need him to crack my back. Yeah, he really need. He's. A miracle worker. I've I've never walked so straight in my life after talking and, and visiting Dr. John. But anyway, that gym opens up. A little plug ski over there. But a lot to get into uh, on the rundown. And Scoop is checking in along with Tony Benevento. Mark, what's going on, guys, in the live chat? Appreciate you guys, as always, as we're down to three shows left uh, on a daily regimen. So today, tomorrow, and Friday will be it for a daily show. And then next week, starting next week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Friday in itself is going to be a completely different entity almost. It's going to be our, our lean show. The Friday lean. The Friday lean. Sports and the boys um, in the with, comments. With all the, the fantasy stuff and the, and the game picks and everything like that. So we're developing that right now. So get us while you're hot. We're hot. I was trying to give them a compliment. Oh. <laughs> so anyway. Yes. <laughs> there's your rundown. Go for it, kid. Okay, so... Big news, big news coming out of the Sauce Network. Oh, no, 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 no. What what happened? Big news. So Scoop received a little bit of a promotion, the mighty 13-3 and three against the spread. Yeah, he got yeah, his, he had a great He got day. his game picks listed on the NFL VIP ticket. So on Monday night, Scoop says. Wow. Right? I remember so that. That's I, a I big thing. That's, that's a huge. big thing. That's a big thing. Well, how the mighty have fallen I've, oh no! I have sources inside the Sauce Network. Oh no! And um, I was kind of looking at the VIP ticket yesterday, and I don't really typically track soccer, but because Scoop had such great success, yeah, on Sunday, I figured, you know what? Let me ride this hot streak. I you, dropped, yeah, bro. I dropped five point six eight units on Scoop's one in nine ticket last night. Oh, so, Scoop, you no. got to get it together. I got sources inside the Sauce Network that are kind of reporting there's a mutiny going on. All of the handicappers <laughs> want answers. How did Scoop get added to the VIP list after one successful weekend? I mean, and they have a point because what happened, Scoop? Jesus. We're curious over here at Chop Sports. What could have possibly happened what? in 24 hours? Could you could you shed some light on this? <laughs> Because you have the chance now if you want to drop some comments. But Scoop, we're with you, buddy. We're going to stick with Scoop on this one. But I, listen, I, I think I, we need some answers. I Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, it's almost a fade Scoop initiative has been begun now. The fade Scoop initiative has definitely begun. I mean, everybody was fading me. I had a really bad week. So look, there is there is some good food on there. If you if you want to follow Scoop on his VIP ticket, all you got to do is fade him and there's money to be made. Oh, so here, here, comes Ca- here comes Captain Literal Man, by the way. Gooch, name a team you bet on from Scoop's uh, card. Um, one nothing. It's soccer. Nobody <laughs> fucking scores. What are you asking me no, for? No, they no, were no. all one nothing. No, 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 no. He wants to know one team you bet on. So um, he's calling M- your bluff here. Munich. There FC. it is. Done. For, uh, the, uh, the, uh, 
Come on, bro. Munich FC. Scoop. Get it together. He said he's sticking up for his boy. Toast, don't worry, bro. See, I guess Toast is on Team Scoop. I wonder who who the mutiny is starting. Is that Sean Redden? Oh, my. Is it Sean Redden that's starting? There is. Look, we need some answers. That's all I know. That's all I know. All right, so moving on, we got some crazy action in Major League Baseball yesterday. Aaron Judge hits 56 and 57. And we're going to talk about that a little little bit later, but... Another Yankee slugger was promoted to double A. So, Dave, if you want to make your way over to Somerset one of these days, we could get Jason Dominguez yoking bombs 30 minutes away. He let off bed. last night, by the way. So he did play last night. Yeah. He was in the lineup. So I'm curious if we could make our way over there. Anybody want to join us? We might be heading over to Somerset to watch Dominguez strike out twice. Um, <laughs> Joe Ryan went seven strong, no-hit baseball, no-hit pitch. Pause. I don't know how, how that came out, but... <laughs> Joe Ryan, seven innings, no hits, 106 pitches, and they yanked him. They lost a no-hit bid in the ninth combined no-hitter. Um, that's becoming a more norm thing. You We're would never threats, see that 10 years uh, ago. Within the chat, by the way. Fighting words, terroristic I'm, coming, I'm coming in. Is it terroristic threats? That could be. Oh, wait. Scoop is on his way to quality eye care. Matt on studio. <laughs> <laughs> All right, first of all, if you know somebody that wants to sponsor the studio, please let me know. If quality, I think he's going for absolute. Absolute. (laughs) But we appreciate the plug, nonetheless. Sauce, that is good stuff. They moved to Um, NYC. We saw the picture yesterday. <laughs> oh, that is great, Scoop. We are in we are in the city high rise building. Yeah, huge. Uh, we're just in the um, other sector right now. Wow, so. I had to pass on that joke. All right, so <laughs> oh, dude, Giants. To... The Giants sent down pitcher. Oh, what Zach a video. Littell. Little Littell. Little. I don't know how you pronounce his name, but. If you guys watched any of these uh, social media stories that came out over the week, because it was really all social media. It's West Coast baseball. Nobody here gives a fuck about it. But I found this funny. This guy got pulled. He gave up two runs. His ERA is like five flat, right? Mm -hmm. He gave up two runs in the inning. Gabe Kapler comes out to take the pitcher out. Dude, two things. One, you're a ginger. Two, you suck, right? Clearly. Um, So three, you shouldn't slam the ball into your manager's hand. And Gabe Kapler is a little fucking psychopath. So do you remember Gabe Kapler went at the Yankees in the whole um, Boston? Mm -hmm. That was like Gabe Kapler wanted to fight everybody. The guy had veins popping out of his temples, definitely sauced up at the time. But Gabe Kapler, (laughs) I think, is a good manager and does not take shit from anybody. You saw that in his playing days. And you definitely saw that in the dugout because the way he looked at him was like, Oh, we're gonna talk about yeah, this. Yeah, no. Come here, come here. As soon as come he got to the second. dugout, he calls him down like, into the like, into oh. the clubhouse, and they have it out a little bit, a little scuffle from what I read in the headline. But that could be wolf tickets. Nonetheless, two <laughs> hours later, Zach Littell gets sent down to AAA. So, uh, happy trail, Zach Littell. That rhymed. It, it sort it of did. It did. A little but bit. It did. It rhymed. But, uh, just chiming in on the scoop bets. Statistically speaking, someone going to ten games blindly could bet around five and five. Going one and nine is something yeah, special. Man, <laughs> just throw darts next time, scoop. You'll be better off. Um, where are we at in the rundown? Okay, so the Suns owner, NBA, a little NBA news. I think that we kind of all expected this to happen. I mm. didn't didn't know how severe the fine would be. Ten million dollars to a billionaire. I feel like it's goddamn nothing. Absolutely nothing. And he gets a one-year ban, so the person that he hires to do all of his bidding could just do all of his bidding. Essentially, these things don't really count. Um, what do you get, like what do you get in trouble for? A gloss over, because he's a racist piece of shit, misogynistic. He is racist, but I'm not quite sure if he's as racist as the Nebraska, Nebraska Cornhuskers. Like the entire school? So they just hired a coach. They just fired their coach. 
Scott Frost. Yes. Yeah. They hire Mickey Joseph. He's the first he black head coach in Nebraska history. And I say history, and I don't mean their college football program. I'm saying in school history across all sports. So that's a little wow. alarming. I wonder how many colleges that is oh. true for. Um, you would imagine that at some point over the course of the hundred years that these institutions have been there, that they would have kind of figured it out by now. But that's another story for another day. Um, NFL action, NFL news. Najee Harris is looking like he's going to play this weekend. He demand, uh, he declared himself ready to go. So pour a little cold water on the Jalen Warren sweepstakes. But I do think he's still a play for um, – not a play, but you should have him if you have I got Najee. Khalil Herbert this morning without even – nobody picked him up. I was yeah, like, eh. That's a nice little not have to I waste I did drop Alec Pierce for him, though. Yeah, you'll be all right. And I think I'll be you'll all right. You'll be all right. Because I took, I took Rube's – Long-term advice. I wasn't chasing points. I was like, just in case this Herbert thing plays out nicely for him. And look, I'll I think I think that Alec Pierce, look, it's week one. He didn't get anything. He had a goose egg. But it's his first start. He played a lot of snaps, I believe, right? He, he Herbert? Saw, no, um, um, Alec Pierce. He oh, saw, yeah, he yeah. Saw the field he dropped a lot. one in the end zone. He saw the field a lot. I think he's going to be just he fine. He literally dropped one in the end zone. Uh, <laughs> it was like in his bread Now, basket. I'm not going to say that he's this season's Amon Ross St. Brown, but just because he doesn't start off – a scorching hot. Yeah, he no, could, he could pick it up later on. So. He's going to pick things up. I, I still have a little bit of faith in Alec Pierce wow. based on the situation Bold that he's take in. take there, Nick. Going for, Saquon's going for 200 against the Browns. Okay, what else do we got? What else do we uh, got? Panthers, the, the Brett Favre scandal. We'll get into that. It's uh, starting to take shape a little bit, and we'll talk about that as a little more topical. So we'll get into that after the rundown. The Dallas Cowboys... Um, there's a, obviously the quarterback situation. There's a lot of question marks surrounding that right Fun. now. Fun times. So there's a few things that came out yesterday. One was that the 49ers are definitely interested in moving Garoppolo and would listen to offers from the Cowboys. So that started the social media storm, shitstorm of Jimmy G to the Cowboys, the infighting amongst Dallas fans about whether they should do it or not. And it really doesn't matter because the Cowboys came out and said that they're going to stand pat with what they got. They'll obviously, based on McCarthy's comments, it sounded like they were going to make a move. But he didn't say anything. It was very glossed I, over. Um, he basically what, just said he like, did say there we're going to anticipate roster moves. Well, that and he said, I got a list of every available quarterback on my desk right now. And I'm just like, cool story, yeah, bro. I mean, like, congrats. So do we. Let me guess. Are <laughs> so you a, are we. You we a have good, a list of every quarterback. Are you quarterback a good available. dad? Did you work this morning? <laughs> like, okay, you and every other yeah, fucking so human. With the Cowboys, the course. yes, they're going to they're gonna stick with Cooper Rush and Will Greer will be on the sidelines breathing so down I his think neck. that... To me, this raises another question. The Joneses, yeah. They don't well, that, shit. look, <laughs> I'm going to ask more of like the non-Cowboys fan question because I don't give a fuck about the Joneses. No offense. Um, I'm, I'm curious to know your thoughts on, and I think I know your thoughts on it, but I'm going to give you the platform anyway to pour it off your chest a little bit. Do you think that two things? One, Dak isn't as hurt as they think, or two, do you think that the Cowboys are going to rush Dak back? To try and save their season. So yesterday, Jerry Jones, Jura, went on 105.3 to fan in Dallas, which is their like their their fan, like like we have in New York. Um, he went on there, said first we we heard about this already. Wasn't going on the IR, right? The message you send by putting someone on the IR, and I understand that there's new rules. So like, there's not the IR is not season ending. It's not even eight weeks. It's now four weeks IR, right? But the message you would send to Cowboys Nation if you said Dak Prescott is going on the IR. People start selling tickets. People start getting rid of their shit. People start getting losing a little investment in the season, even if it's just four games. He didn't want to paint that picture. Therefore, and this is complacency 101, they're sticking with Dak Prescott to be on the sidelines in a cast or whatever the hell he's going to be in, right, for the first, or I guess, a couple weeks. 
which also is a bad thing if you're trying to fill a roster spot. They're leaving the roster spot open for Dak Prescott yeah, right and, now. And I, That's a bad, bad move. I do move. understand. Like, the Cowboys tickets are probably already sold out mo- for the most ready, part. No, ready for this? Third market or second market right now for the Bengals game starting at $35. Yeah. $35 and, and you know, to go to a Dallas Cowboys home game. you know who's buying game. them all, right? Bengals fans. That's what happens when you're when the wheels come off on a season. Fans of the team are like, all right, I'm not interested. But they're not they're not and doing the things that they did in the playoffs with the Rams, where they're blocking outside sales. Like, yeah, they're going to sell tickets to whoever will fucking. Buy them. And that's why there's going to be a bunch of who day or who dad or whoever be a, the it's fuck gonna be they're called. Some mixed crowds in there Dallas will be. this season. There will if be. They don't, and if they don't fix Kyle things, which, said it best. He said, "Would a new quarterback even make a difference? The team is bad. No, not, not Jimmy G. Not well, not any quarterback. And not and not giving the, up the any Cowboys capital. have the. And this is going to sound ridiculous, but the Cowboys have the best chance to win right now with a guy who's been in the system i agree that's it you can't just bring somebody off the streets and say well you can run well and you can lace them in there lace them in where you don't even know the playbook you know what i mean so it's like for me the cowboys right now are staying put it is complacency yes but it's the smart move like what are you going to do like yes what i said to myself i said look if the cowboys don't make a quarterback move i said they could have traded for the fucking fourth uh quarterback on the jets Make a move. And I still think they do make a move as far as bringing somebody for the practice squad. But if they don't, then it's just you're really looking at this like, wow, they really don't give a shit over there in Dallas. And that's that's defeating. But it is what it, it is. It is what it is. I feel like it's none of the guys will make a difference. They're, they're right to do what they're doing. Um, unpopular or not, it is what it is. Um, two more things. There was one funny thing that came out yesterday. Ryan, Sp- Ryan Fitzpatrick is on The Shop, that show with LeBron. Now, for the most part, I feel like that show is just an opportunity for these guys to say some outlandish shit. But Ryan Fitzpatrick being on anything, I'm going to watch. I didn't see the show, but I did see one comment that came out. And Ryan Fitzpatrick said he's that motherfucker. And what he meant by that was he's pretty sure that Tom Brady was talking about him when he said, you're going to pick that motherfucker over me. So Ryan Fitzpatrick adds to his legend that he is the motherfucker that Tom Brady was talking about. I think that only adds to the lore. I think so too. I think it's Fitzpatrick, great. Fitzpatrick, does he make you guys better? That's one guy that I could say maybe. And I, I mean, he's the smartest better, guy in the NFL. But he is perfection I mean, on the Wander Wanderlick Wonderlick yeah, Wonderlick Wonderlick test. Harvard grad. Harvard grad? No. Yes. Harvard grad. <laughs> I'm just yes, like Harvard. very, very. Uh, I'm like treading low. I would love Fitzpatrick on the on the Cowboys. I think that's a great fit. I think it's a great, cool thing, cool story. Um, but yeah, no, I, I just you just got to stick with what you got right now, man. And this and that is my friends, complacency at its best. Meaning, this is the situation. You knew Dak Prescott was one hit away at any point of the season from being turned to dust, and then all of a sudden, okay, cool. Who's the backup? You're right. This isn't about replacing Dak forever. This is about getting through this storm right now that we're in. And according to the locker room, we're gonna run right through the storm. Look, just beat Cincinnati. Will it happen? I don't know. They're seven point fucking dogs. <laughs> like that's like speaking ridiculous. of seven point dogs, they're eight. <laughs> but that's another story for about five See, minutes. Real, from real now. quick, hold on one second. Um, Ken Palmer, most NFL franchises don't have backup quarterbacks. That's not true. Um, it's pretty funny because your boy, who's starting right now, was a capable backup last year. You know, so most of these franchises mm-hmm. are equipping themselves with somebody who's capable. So Ooh. if you guys, I'll ask you straight up, if you. We're an outside looking in. You know every player on every team because of the the the, crap, uh, the nature of what we do every day and all that shit. But if you were just a random Joe Schmo on the street and I told you, hey, uh, Tua went down. Teddy Bridgewater is going to take over. You would say, oh, all right. I know Teddy, right? But if I would have said Dak Prescott went down last night, Cooper Rush is going to start. You're going to say what? 
Who? They're in trouble. Well, not even that. No. What's who? the line? Ten? No, no. no. Yeah, who? who? Who is this guy? Yeah. Nobody outside of Cowboys Nation who knows the roster up and down. Teams are equipping themselves with backup quarterbacks. Bro, that is, is the name is, of the game. This is and you this is why when we were talking backup. about when we were talking about the Jimmy G thing, and I was like, the 49ers are probably comfortable just keeping Jimmy G because Trey Lance is still on his rookie deal. The money that Jimmy G was getting, they weren't comfortable at. But obviously, you see what they're paying him. Yeah. Backup quarterback is a premium in the NFL. Uh, there was rumors I don't of, think of that Dallas were, would call up. Uh, I don't think you should be wasting a first round pick on Dallas them. was going to call up um, New Orleans and Andy Dalton, who knows the system, would have came back for a trade. You know, like you got to get familiarity in there. You can't just get Cam Newton and expect him to just run a bunch of quarterback draws. You yeah. just don't do it. It's not the fit. So we're going to be talking about point spreads a little bit here. So we just said Dallas is at seven, eight. Uh, well, we're Kyle saying, saying eight. Kyle, and a half we got on right here books. a few books, eight and a half um, still rising. A couple of interesting point spreads I'm going to point out as we take a little early look. What I'll do on Wednesdays at the back end of the rundown, I'll just take the first early look at some of the point spreads so we could get an idea for the people that haven't haven't given them a look yet. The Detroit Lions, for the first time in 24 games, are favored. <laughs> How about that? So the, the Lions are favored. It's a new era in Detroit. Um, who are they playing? Washington? Yes. Yeah, commanders, so yeah. Favored over the Commanders. In Detroit, so yes. A little... Um, I mean, like, that's a, a one that I'm going to have to do a little bit of a look-ski into. You like that? A look-ski? Yes, I like that. I also like Ken Palman picking the Cowboys, by the way. <laughs> All right, so yeah, okay. some other some other games of note. I think the game of the week, I think this is Monday night. Eagles at Vikings. Yeah, See what the Vikings are really made of. Or Vikings at Eagles, I should say. Vikings got to go on the road into what I are believe will be a hostile environment. The Eagles are given two and a half in this one. So that makes sense. Eagles favored two and a half. I feel like these are the two teams that a lot of people were kind of pegging as they could maybe make a step. It's cool to see them go at it week two and see which one is further along in that process. Uh, we talked a little bit about the Cowboys. It's eight. What I saw this morning, some people see it at eight and a half. It's probably rising. I would say maybe you'll, it'll jump up a little bit um, and then come back down a little once it gets a little higher. Your boys. The Packers. This is a this is a very the Packers are laying 10. They're going to wallop Chicago. I'm not leaning it. I'm picking it. They're going to you could lay alternate line on this one. I think that game is alternate over. line. I we're think talking. it's over before it starts. 17 and a half. I'll lay it. I'll write that down just because I'm just curious. And you know, 10. Hawaii Mike's writing that 28 shit down. 28 10. So. 28 10. Wow. Um, what else we got? Hawaii so, Mike, what do the Lions do without a backdoor cover? <laughs> so. True. The Niners get their home game, their their home opener against Seattle. Seattle uh, shocked the world and beat Russell Wilson and the Denver Broncos. That's right. Um, at home, but now they got to go on the road. That spreads nine and a half. So San Fran didn't, scored ten points in Week One. They're they're favored ten points in this one. So they win this game ten nothing. Big point spread there. <laughs> the Rams coming off of a loss are favored ten and a half over the Falcons. Another big one. I That's like. got to be home, right? Yeah, the Rams are home. Okay, and. There's two that are the most concerning to me. Or not concerning, but the Giants are giving two points to the Carolina Panthers. I feel like that's about right. Yeah, um, makes not, sense. Not too alarming, but one game that I'm a little... I would peaks, say that game's going to move a little bit. my interest a little bit. That's going to go 100%. down to like a pick almost, I think. And the most confusing point spread of the entire slate, I'm going to see Patriots are favored no. on the road no. against the Steelers. What? Minus one. The Patriots are giving points on the road with a banged-up Mac Jones against the Steelers. I'm just confused by First it of all, wholeheartedly. And maybe, and maybe Kyle, I'm like, is there a mistake here? And I have to piss so bad. So <laughs> when you do your reads, don't be alarmed when I get up. I was just, yeah, well, maybe Kyle could shed some light on this. Um, when 
Like, what's the point of actually making a spread one? Like, what what is the actual point to that? I feel like you might as well make it a pick 'em. Well, it's it's just because of the movement. They they move it there, and then it'll alter the 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 money line a little I know, bit. No, but they, it's just like, all right, what are the odds that teams will? And even if they do win or lose by one, it's like, okay, cool, you either lost or you pushed. You know what I'm saying? It's like. I don't know, man. I just one point spreads to me make no sense. But well, I, again, I'm not a without getting without getting too deep into it. They do make sense, and we'll talk after, and you'll be like, oh, "All right, it's the, it's very minuscule, but it does make sense." It, I mean, it's money. It's all where the money is. The most going. popular bets on the board right now: Jets plus five and a half, and the Lions minus two. Jets and the Lions are the most public bets in Week Two. Where are we right now? <laughs> well, I mean, the, the Lions people are just got to be catching on. They're like forty and six against the spread. Yeah, I would assume in the last so. fifty games. Uh, the percentage that the game lands on one or ends in a tie. I guess that's me. Why they would do the one point spread? I get. I don't know. I guess there's a, there is a there. Of course, there's a percentage of why or how that could happen. I just I'm not in favor of it. I don't know. I don't know. Is that and all that for your spreads for for my rundown? All right, back to you. You dude. want me to do the read yes. so you can go? Okay, goodbye. <laughs> As he like knocks over everything. I do want to let you guys know. I got to get my read actually. That the Chop Sports Daily is being brought to you in part by not Patreon, but the Fusco Insurance Agency. Fusco Insurance Retirement Wealth Planning Services offers life insurance policies with no medical or limited medical underwriting questions, as well as standard life policies that are medically underwritten. That. I pretty much said what I just said. Uh, they offer plans for over 30 top carriers, whole life term, return of premium term, indexed universal life insurance, guaranteed issue life insurance, simplified issue plans. There's everything. There's something for everybody. Um, you are not uh, you not only receive life insurance coverage with our plans, but we include the living benefit of long-term health care in the event you become ill or disabled and need care. Additional riders uh, may include disability waiver of premium in the event you are disabled in the premium and we'll be uh, protected against the lapse in coverage. I got to write this whole goddamn thing over. This is like annoying. I, I have to write this whole read over. I'm, I'm reading this. And I don't even believe it. <laughs> you know, I'm just I'm like, what am I reading here? Uh, we know one product doesn't fit everybody, so we specialize in customizing a plan to meet your needs. And also a special shout out to our friends over at Dat Chat, Blockchain, NFTs, you name it. They got it over there. Go check them out. Um, also, steveaspara.com, which I know I have one here. No, I deleted it like a schmuck. But um, steveaspara.com, just brand new. Uh, chopsportsmedia.com right now. So go check that rebuilt website up. And of course, our friends, we mentioned them before. I might as well mention them every day just because they are lifers. Our friends over at Absolute Eyewear in Woodbridge, New Jersey, across the street from the Woodbridge Brewing Company thing, the new bar that Scoop's cousin owns and has now lost because he bet also on all of Scoop's bets last night. So he lost his stake in the bar and everything. Uh, Our friends over at absolute eyewear and of course the girls down the hall lowell's they're doing all the custom stuff they're working on shirts for madawan day they made water bottles for madawan day they're doing a whole bunch of stuff for us so thank you to lauren and danielle hit me with the manscape bro so yes you go over to manscape.com use the promo code chop sports and you get 20 percent off a pair of clean shaven balls <laughs> scoop's not having it <laughs> scoop you, you, Scoob already broke his manscaper, and these things are made like. Did he really? It's the bet. He's got the worst grundle ever, but he's fucking Muslim. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Sorry to all the Muslims out there. You guys, I've never seen any of your grundles. This is just a joke. 
Um, so anyway, 20% off, promo code Shop Sports, clean shaven balls. You get uh, performance package 4.0 equipped with the 400K LED light for the dark underbelly of man. Mm. Um, the butt crack snack is much better with a clean shaven asshole, so you can work that porcelain <laughs> blade in all the grooves, baby. I really wish I just You can exfoliate, get the, get the loose hairs out, because nobody wants a mouthful of loose hairs. You know what I'm talking about? So um, head on over to Manscaped, use the promo code Shop Sports, and what's up, Ash? I, it says, Nothing to do with what we do, I promise. No, no butt stuff. Uh, Christ, no. Yeah, that's a shame. Um, <laughs> hey, so head on over to Manscaped. My favorite part, Chop Sports. What's up, guys? It's Sturge from Chop Sports, and today I'm here to finally deliver some new happenings with our friends over at Absolute Eyewear. You already know the deal. They're stocked. They have the biggest brands, including Ray-Ban, Polo, and now introducing its newest player to their star-studded lineup, Oakley. They work with all your major insurance companies, including BCBS, AARP, and so much more. If you check out Absolute Eyewear in Woodbridge, New Jersey, next to the train station, you'll receive $100 off any prescription frames and lenses. That's $100. Check them out right now by either calling 732-326-3937 or visit their website, absolute-eyewear.com. Tell them Chop Sports Search sent you. Speaking on personal experience, the house buying and house selling process is a bitch. It's not fun. It's not fun at all. But you know who made it fun? You know who turned all this around, took all the stress out of the process? It's Curtis Counts of EXP Realty. Whether you're buying a house, selling a house, searching for a house, you'll get constant emails of things that pop up in your budget and what you're actually looking for. To start this process, you just have to call Curtis right now. You can reach him at 732-856-2293 or shoot him an email at kurtrcounts at hotmail.com. And yes, some some of us folks are still using Hotmail. My favorite part, and yesterday this actually happened. Um, we have every day, and this is the goal, obviously. We have new people that come in and they enjoy the content and they chime in and they're talking fantasy and they're doing all this other shit. Like I want, I want to be a fly on the wall of the room that whatever this new person is watching the Chop Sports Daily, and they just for whatever reason turn us on for the first time, and you're in the middle of a manscape read. I, I gotta know how that feels. Like I just, I don't know. It's for me, it's incredible. It's incredible. Yeah, guys. Um, there's nothing like a pair of clean shaven balls. <laughs> it really is. Gleaming the cubes. Grass rooting. It's over here, folks. Gleaming trying the to cubes. do. Uh, uh, trying to do everything at once. But anyway, let's get back to Judge for a second as we enter the last, I guess, 20 games of the Yankee season. We beat up on, well, they didn't beat up on anybody, but when they beat the Boston Red Sox last night, that's the important part. The more focus has driven over to Mr. Judge, who's hit number 56 and 57. Now, I wonder, I often wonder, hi, O-dubs. <laughs> yeah, I often wonder how much this guy will finish with in 2022 so right now he's got 57 home runs with 20 games to play let's just say he hits a home run every other day he would finish with 67 or every other game rather like where does judge where does he finish where does he finish he's 65 so 1000 percent breaking this record oh well he's got he's got four to tie he's not hitting 73 yankee record yeah yankee record is what's on the docket but could he? Could he hit 73? Yeah. No. No? No. He has to hit two home runs a game. No, <laughs> he doesn't. No, I mean, he's got 57. He, need, he needs a lot. He needs He's going to hit 75 home runs. He needs, three, he needs 17 more 13. home runs in 20 games. He's not doing it. I'm just saying. Not doing it. I'm just saying. It just is a testament to how crazy that Bond season was. And Aaron Judge, they asked him about who, who the record 
is the real record holder. He said, Barry Bonds. He said, bro, I stayed up late to watch him do it. What are you talking about? He has 73, and I agree. I'm going to bring up Barry Bonds in a little bit with a specific list that we have here. Okay. But um, uh, the real – here comes Mike here. The real story is, does Judge pass Ruth in 154 games? So where's Ruth right now? That's – I don't even know. Like, So where, how many games, well, how many games Judge, How many home runs did the babe hit? 60. 60. In 154 games? He's, that, that's very feasible. The, yeah. Very feasible. He could hit two more tonight. Yeah. Right. You know, it's, it's we'll doable. See. I don't know that. He's 70, got the green monster out there. 73's so. not doable. 70's doable if he goes on a fucking tear. But is he going to hit set? I mean, like. I think the main thing here is to just be the greatest th- Yankee baseball he has to hit 13 hitter home of runs. all time. He has to hit 13 home runs through 13 games or 18 games to hit 70. That's right. not going to happen. As much as I'd like to see it, that would be. I mean, but it takes something like last night where he hits two in one night and everybody's like, oh, wait a minute. You know what I mean? Like, hold the phone. You never know. You know, I don't know. So it's, it's something only, to be interested There's got to be more than 12 games, though, Kyle. Uh, they, they, oh, wait, 12. Oh, I see what you're saying. For 154 games. So he has 12 games to pass, ba- to catch Babe. Yeah, that's doable. That's going to be, that's going to happen. That's, I wouldn't say it's definitely going to happen because you could go on a week stretch where you don't hit one, but Judge hasn't really, I don't know if Judge has a week stretch where he didn't hit a, at least one. I think he went like 10 games without one at one point. There was one point, and then he hit one, and you're like, hey, did you know it was 10 games? He's like, no, I didn't know that. <laughs> so clearly he's uh, focused on the record. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's interesting. It's something to follow for the rest of uh, this season, at least. And, you know, the Yankees are going to keep trying to win their division, and Yankees I think that kinda, happens. I wouldn't say they, they fix things, but they, they're they playing better baseball of late, and that's a, that's good, they're winning good to baseball know going games, into the stretch run. Aaron Judge is keeping up pace with his MVP performing season. And my question is, is the 56 and the 57, is that is that the home run total or is that the amount of money the Yankees are going to have to give him annually to keep him around? <laughs> That's not a – listen. Because the, man, the oh problem man, is the, the that moment – goes up the moment, every single I'm going to tell day. you this right now. The moment the season ends, however it ends for the Yankees, whether it be bounce, get to the ALCS, get to the World Series, whatever happens with the Yankees, the day that the season ends – the San Francisco Giants are going to be like, hey, by the way, we'll give you this. And it's going to be up to the Yankees to pony up. Now, if they don't pony up here, I... They will. Would you, you think? Yeah, they will. You're making your prediction that the Yankees resign this guy? Yes. It's going to be... The Yankees are going to at least match every offer. They're not going to let somebody and outbid them. And make them the captain. They're not going and to do let all some, that They're not shit. going to let somebody outbid them for Judge. Judge is going to have to walk. It's going to be a Devontae situation if Judge goes... So Rube is bringing oh in my a God. comment. What and, happens it's when not the Rays the are walking him when he's at 61 home runs? Look, the Rays need these games, so they're not going to just go out there and walk them for the fucking sake of walking them. They're going to have to get them out. Is that who they finish situations. with? I think the Yankees might finish with the Red Sox, actually. I don't know. Or but. Toronto, not the Rays. Not, either way, both teams need the games. So, yes, there is that potential. But Aaron Judge has been walked like very few times it's not it, yeah it's not a bond situation for considering the the amount of uh home runs he's hit like i just i just i thought people would be walking him a lot more by now especially the way the yeah, other yankees are you would think i would th- i thought that too um yankees are i mean i'm sorry the giants are at 160 mil for the team they'd have to bump that up to 25 percent to a four judge okay and this changes your entire landscape of your franchise so they might well i think that <laughs> yeah, there's, that there's, also, the there's also a part of the giants that may have been saving up a couple seasons for the chance to sign one of these big free agents a la Aaron Judge. Yeah. 
um, with this with this offseason coming up. We shall see. All right, moving on to another big story uh, that dropped last night. And another, I mean, this guy can't stay out of the news as far as when it comes to sending bad text messages. I mean, the last time we saw somebody like this, uh, or at least Brett Favre in particular, send a bad text message, it was a picture of his junk. And now uh, Favre is caught up in a big old scandal uh, in which basically from what I've read, um, has basically stolen money from welfare <laughs> funds raised to try to pay and fund for a volleyball stadium in southern Mississippi for his daughter. So the $5 million was stolen, or how to divert. The texts are shown between uh, Brett Favre and former Governor Bryant discussing how to divert $5 million in welfare funds to build the volleyball stadium. Yeah, so... Um, Rough times because of this. And look, we all know that the, all these professional athlete, athletes make a bunch of money and they do whatever the fuck they want with it. So it's not like it's out of the realm of possibilities that this guy's like, you know what? I want to raise money. I want to build a better stadium for these guys, blah, blah, blah. Right? They do the right thing. The problem is all of this is on their wraps. All of this is a big secret. And Favre is quoted to say, if you were to pay me, is there any way the media can find out where it came from and how much? That That's a... One, Brett, you saw how easy it was for people to see your junk, okay? And and now, this is even bigger. Um, definitely bigger than his junk. Yeah, definitely bigger than his junk. Uh, wow, just got off the phone with Phil Bryant. He's on board. We will get this done. Uh, and that's 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 what they told. So, like, the text so, itself, without the context of the entire scope of the situation, just seems like a regular text. Okay, what's so bad about it? But when you actually do a deep dive into what went down. Yeah. Yeah, you you want to give Brett Favre the benefit of the doubt early on in this investigation when things started to come out and be like, well, there, that could very easily be like a plausible deniability situation where the the whatever the fucking guy, the governor, yeah, former, or, yeah. or whatever the governor of Mississippi may have just pulled some uh, backdoor deal that he's been doing all along, and Brett Favre just was like dragged into the mix because he had ties to the guy. That's not the situation here. Brett no. Favre was fully aware of what he was doing, apparently. So Never not a great situation. writing. I don't understand so got, why you people are, like, just... Not you're to, so non-complacent. Like, it's just... You're just... You're an idiot. Not, not to jump off the subject. We'll jump right back on it. But there is the revival pool that we did not mention which, earlier. Which, by the way... I'm still waiting on the link. 500 people out of the pool. Which, by the way... How confident and cocky did I strut out? This yeah, is the so best moment of the day yesterday. Dave walks out of the fucking office, and he's like, bro, amazing, bro. The fucking survivor pool got knocked almost more than in half. There's like 500. And he's like, we're in there. We're going to, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, Dave, you picked Denver. <laughs> and I was like, he was like oh, I'm out. What? I forgot. I, I rode with Denver on my survivor pick, and now I'm at out too, so now i got to get back in this damn thing. All right, so uh, yeah, anyway. the rival pool uh, link will be out, and then I'll bring up this next comment because this is This funny. is just typical Green Bay Packers. Not surprised at all. They're bad people. Rodgers is probably embezzling from the homeless, first of all. <laughs> That's hilarious. Second of all, uh, I don't obviously I don't buy into the Packers being all bad people, but... Um, this is big. I mean, this is big because this guy can literally, no bullshit, he can do jail time for this. Can you imagine Brett Favre in jail? No. He will not. Be one, I can't imagine. But why? Why won't he? Because he's got money. Okay. And he's going to agree to snitch and tell on somebody because why wouldn't he? Okay. It's not like you're now in, I raise you, the streets. I raise you the question this. You say he won't. And understandably, the situations are completely different. Why did Mike Vick do jail time? Why did he? Yeah. 
If he yeah. has all the money in the world and all the connections, he could have snitched on anybody he well, wanted one, to. One is like one is a, a white collar crime. Like I said, totally two different things. Totally but like, different things. I think that the 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 athlete so going the Mike, to jail now so is the, the not Mike, out of the, the realm Mike of possibility. The Mike situation was like he had a criminal enterprise set up on his property. That's a very big difference. Like there was a lot more sure, going no, on with the Vic situation. What he did was, and it was unforgivable. Like, it was like heinous. Yeah, no, what he was doing. Brett Favre. At the surface level, it seems like a white collar thing, but I'm sure some heinous shit went down. I mean, down you took five million homes, dollars away from the welfare in some homes, but I don't know that. Look, all right, the kids are starving. How out How many there, millions man. of dollars? If this guy's doing that to the welfare, there's other people that are getting welfare money that don't deserve it. And I'm talking about um, constituent, not constituents, the opposite of constituents. I'm talking about the diplomats that are the, the lawmakers are are robbing Dipset. you left and right. But I don't know that it was like it was pulled from the welfare funds. But I don't know that any specific household got less because of it, if that makes sense. I, I don't know. So personal, like personally, people weren't affected. It's just like the bank of that yeah. got affected. Yeah. Look, there's a lot to dive into. And there, uh, listen, Rube, I just said, let's see, without trying to jump down my throat, what his, his, I asked you why Brett Favre wasn't going to jail. He said he's got money and he's going to snitch on somebody else. And like, so if that's the case, then, then everybody who did all these, nasty heinous things over the course of i don't know the last 25 30 years why can't they just say look you know no nah, it was this guy and uh here's a million and uh, i'm gonna pay for damages here and uh don't put me in jail you know what i'm saying so it's a, that's where it's comparable i'm saying like if, if somebody could pay off somebody which clearly brett Favre sucks at paying off people or whatever yeah, they get, and he did pay six hundred thousand dollars back coming last year. in saying jail time for Favre isn't even remotely on the table so i guess he probably knows a little bit more about it well, he's saying Favre didn't do anything illegal. He's not moving the money around. So he's not the launderer. He's not the one. Fine. But when you're linked to this shit, there's got to be a fall but guy. And right now, he's the fall guy. My my imagination goes to this. Brett Favre's going to have to pay a lot of money. Fine. Right? I'm with it. And Southern Miss, do they get in trouble? I wonder. Yeah. I haven't heard anything about them getting dragged. We'll see. Do they knock down the volleyball arena? <laughs> they just bash it to shreds. <laughs> All right. Anyway, we I brought up a conversation yesterday yesterday with uh, with Gooch, and today we bring it to light. And it's not manscaped, I promise. It's the biggest wasted talent in sports. And now I'm not. This is not supposed to shit on anybody. Um, it's not. It's more or less shitting on a franchise more so than a for than a for player. basically because yeah for the ruining player, this player being the biggest waste of talent is almost a feather in your cap in itself unless you are the reason why the team never got over the hump yeah so, so you, you get where we're going with I it. brought this up yesterday because of the the record that Trout was c trying to tie which was consecutive games with a home run right and I'm like man I'm like Trout I mean if you're not talking about Otani or Judge right now Trout I'm thinking I'm like fuck man this guy is the best play. He's so right. <laughs> Bro, we finally agree on something, Scoop. I could not agree with you more. If there was one thing that I could define my my uh, the first 40 years of my life with, it would be waste of potential. <laughs> Nothing sadder That's than it. waste trying of potential. I'm trying to realize it now, though. Don't, don't um, hold it against me. I'm trying to realize that it hard at that. But I'm saying, that like, I'm looking good. at Trout, and I'm like, fuck, man. This guy has never been done any favors. He's never, like, they never built a team around him. He's he, he's played on some shitty franchises, but he's going to go down as one of the best players ever. Now, I know we've had conversations, tired conversations, about best quarterbacks that never won a Super Bowl. I'm talking about, like, a lot of success. There's been none. None, really. I mean, you have to assume that it's just a sad situation for him. There's other guys on my on my list here. There's, there's, there's a lot of guys on my list here. I bring up guys like Barry Sanders, you know, one of the best running backs of all time. 
and he never sniffed any team success at all. You know, it's a sad deal for a guy like Barry Sanders. Um, under the radar guys, like I'll, I'll just to stick with the Lions, Calvin Johnson, Calvin Johnson, another one, never won a playoff game, right? So like, so uh, Damian Lillard deserves an honorable mention. One of the better players in the NBA, right? And he's just, just a playoff god. Honestly. Yeah. So ready for these names that like, again, some of them under the radar. You're the just, NBA is loaded. It with is. It. And I could, there's only so many guys I can write down from the NBA. Because but like, your, certain players in the way the NBA works, they just dominated an era. Like if you look at the Spurs and the Lakers, like if you weren't on one of those two teams, you're you never making it in the West. For a decade, right. Right. And then the Bulls in the, in the nineties, same deal. Right. You know, that's just kind of how NBA has gone. Celtics back in the guys day. Guys are firing off right now. Casey Ham is coming in with Tomlinson. He's on my list. Um, and then of course, Carmelo Anthony, he's not on my list, but he's definitely yeah, up there. The, the, the Utah Jazz, Stockton Malone. Stockton Malone. Charles so, Barkley. So here we go. Ready? It's a couple guys that are going to be like, oh, wow. Didn't think about how good this guy was. And never saw success because of the fact. So, like, you're going to hear these names and you're going to be like, wait, he never, like, never sniffed the playoffs? Like, never did anything? So, ready? Linebacker. What? What? What did I say? Wow. You were predictable. You, you were so predictable. You, nailed, you absolutely nailed this because when we were talking about it, he said, and I quote, Hawaii Mike will bring up Brett Favre and Aaron oh. Rodgers, both winning of one Super Bowl. And two of the probably the best to ever does do it. Does not fit the premise. Sorry. No, it Next. does. It, it, it doesn't. It does. No, they won. They did win. I so, do agree. It is a waste of talent, but it's not the biggest waste of talent because they there's Hall of Famers. Dan Marino doesn't have a ring. That's a bigger waste of talent. Marino is the is the obvious. Kelly and John, like Jim Kelly and, and Dan Marino are I wonder, the obvious, right? I also right? wonder why Drew Brees and the Saints don't get mentioned. Is it because he played a, a cup of coffee in San Diego before you, you know, like they, he's got one. Played, he played 15 years, right? You think that's wasted talent? If, if, in the comparison of Rodgers and, and but Favre. But my point is, like, I understand the, the scope of having two Hall of Fame quarterbacks over a 30-year stretch, but if, if Rodgers is a waste of talent and the same conversation was happening with Favre at the tail end of his career, only one with a, with a top five ever at the time, he's not top five. <clears throat> Why isn't Drew Brees mentioned? Everybody that loves Drew Brees bashes Aaron Rodgers. But next, fail. Uh, well, he says Hawaii Mike's defending and saying Drew Brees is not <laughs> Rodgers or Favre. Well, and, uh, according to some, Drew Brees yeah. is ranked in the top five and Favre isn't, or, or Rodgers isn't. And this is typically um, Ray well, Ray. Like, well, what I'm saying, Kyle's coming in and saying Marino doesn't have a ring. He's widely known as a top quarterback ever, top five. So does this really belong on this I list? I think that's what qualifies him most on this list. Right. It's because it's not a, it's not knocking the player. It's not taking him off of his perch. Like I don't even know how many rank. times Marino was in the playoffs. But it's really, it's it's more or less bashing the franchise that wasted the talent. Right. I mean, you have you have the best in the world at what he did, and you still couldn't do shit. I think it's shit. subjective, to, though, to the sport as well, where you really can't hold the Carl Malone and, and John Stockton and the Reggie well, look, Millers of the I'll, world. I'll throw some, I'll throw some names Ewing. out there. Different, different, different sports, right? So I was going to name two guys with, like, really long tenures. 14 years, linebacker, Takeo Spikes. Like, I know he was – but, he like, if you thought about him in his heyday – he was a ferocious player, one of the best going at the time. That dude never played a playoff game. How about that, right? And then you got guys like receiver, Brandon Marshall, played 13 years, never played in a playoff game. Randy ever. Moss never won. Randy Moss never won, one of the best receivers ever. But um, the problem with Randy Moss is— T.O. never but, won. 
T.O. never won. He lost in the in the Super Bowl uh, as an Eagle. But we like could, we could probably go through like the top receivers and name like a bunch that have never won. I'll just throw some names at you. Different sports, baseball. Ready for this? Nineteen years for one team. Ernie Banks never won shit. Never went to the playoffs in nineteen years with the Cubs. So Mike Trout. <laughs> so Mike Trout. Yeah, basically. Uh, I say Don Mattingly. I put Don Mattingly on this list because if the Yankees would have won, let's just say the strike year, right? The Yankees win that World Series. Is this like a, a completely different conversation with Don Mattingly winning one, one? Right? What are you putting on? Basically, no elite wide receiver has ever won. Oh, we've had this conversation he's time and time wrong. again. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. Uh, Jerry Rice is the only elite receiver that hasn't won, and Kyle will argue that Jerry Rice may or may not be elite. How about the Steve Nash Stoudemire era in Phoenix? Those guys never won anything. And Steve Nash is one of the one of the, was one of the best going. Same with Amari Stoudemire, bro. When he gave to the Knicks, I really thought that was going to turn us around. Bad knees and all, I was like, oh, this is going to be fun. Um, yeah, but the Steve Nash. I mean, Allen Iverson is a, be- a bigger one than Steve Nash to me. Yankees won the World Series the year before Mattingly was drafted, and then after the year he retired. That's just a weird turn of events, but yes, that's the truth. Um, I also bring up guys like Jeff Bagwell, Craig Biggio, played for Astros teams that just never sniffed any success. Waste. Waste. They weren't on the teams with the Reds, uh, with Clemens and, and Pettit that got there. They didn't win, but they got there. They lost the I World Series. I want to say no, but I could be, I could be, I'm sure Hawaii Mike will nail me on that one, but um, anyway, 1988 Jerry Rice, exactly like my Uncle Remus. <laughs> Jerry Rice kind of looks like my Uncle Remus running around slow. Just He just, he hates Jerry Rice. Um, basketball, Charles Barkley, 16 years in the league. He's one of the best to ever do what he's done. He's never done shit as far as rings, right? You mentioned Patrick Ewing. Had he had won that title in 94, the fucking narrative about Patrick Ewing would be 1,000% different. How about some, like, UFC fighters, like a Nate Diaz, never, never won a, a title. Champ. Never won a title. What about when he beat Connor? That wasn't a title fight? That was a... They moved up to 70 and fought. Oh, Connor was, like, the 45-pound champ at the time. Yeah, fight. no. Nate has never won. There's a lot of UFC fighters that were really good. That Dustin Poirier never held a belt. He's still got a shot, though. Realistically, I don't know, but I'm saying like he's still around. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, what about guys, bro? One of the best hitters ever in baseball, Ken Griffey Jr. Outside of beating the Yankees in '95 or whatever, '94 when they, you know, or I think it was '95 when they moved on to one round, that dude never sniffed. Anything remotely close to a championship. He did sniff remotely close in that it was the Mattingly's of last year when they That's what I'm saying. Yeah. They beat the Yankees, but then that was it. They went to the ALCS and got bounced by Cleveland. So I guess the, the question is Tony Gwynn. Who's the biggest? Tony Gwynn. Who's the biggest waste? OJ Simpson. Oh, <laughs> also OJ. never. Norberg. Never did any Norberg. Yes, never. Cowboy Cerrone. How about that? Casey Hammond. Not a bad one. But I'll never forget. Uh, I think it was like AJ Bascone's like second day with us, where he said like Cerrone's Cerrone's trash or something. Trash. Trash. Um, At at this point, he is. But Hawaii Mike said uh, Nate lost his only title shot. So yeah, Ben Henderson. I don't know. It's a it's a it's a conversation to be had because it's like all these guys, right? You talk about some of the greatest to ever play these games, and they never even sniffed a successful season or at least get into the Super Bowl or the NBA Finals or whatever. And some of them did. Like Carl Malone, those guys got to the finals, but then Jordan said hello. You know, like that was it. Um, Rube's coming in. What was that saying? Super Bowls are a quarterback stat, and it's the only position in all of team sports that should be compared with rings. Um, I feel like in the NBA, you 
by default just compare NBA players in general, not position by position with, with rings. So, yes, I agree as far as baseball and football goes. I think that's the only position that really holds merit in terms of being able to say rings, rings, rings. Even though I think football is the consummate team sport where more guys in football have a, have a role in a season slash game slash play than any sport going. So I do think that the quarterbacks <laughs> you know funny, though, get you bring dragged a little bit too much for their lack of success. But it is the one, the one position that I do agree. It's like Barry Bonds Paramount. might be the best, actually. Yeah. Barry Bonds is I don't one think of the biggest, I, greatest baseball players to ever live. I don't and think that it's dude, a debate. Really? You think Barry Bonds is the guy? Barry, out Megatron, the guys we've Stafford. Well, Stafford, no. He just won a Super Bowl. Out of so the that's, guys that done. we've mentioned out of so that. far on this show, it's Barry Bonds. We talked about him at length before with Aaron Judge hitting seven. You know, like what Barry Bonds did. Yeah. You guys were walking. One of the most respected managers in baseball right now walked Barry Bonds in a big situation. Bases loaded. With the bases loaded. Yeah. So that's <laughs> so, all you need to know about what Bonds was bringing to that, the table. You're right. You're not wrong when it comes to that. Um, yeah, just a good, fun conversation to have. And like I said, it's one of those. Right, here, here we go. One career playoff win. J.J. Watt. Overrated. I know you never liked J.J. Watt, but I, I've always liked him. I've always thought he was a, is a gamer, and he's one of those guys that just can rally your boys. But, yeah, maybe one of the biggest wastes of talent because he's there routing there in Houston. Send him, or now he's with Arizona, but, like, you know, he, he, I don't know. I, I just I don't know if I ever see that in his future uh, of a title. I, I just don't – I don't know. I don't see it. I'll, I'll go as far as saying to, Tony Romo, but, like, again – Great numbers. Statistics don't lie. That dude threw for a lot of yards and a lot of touchdowns, and he never sniffed an NFC title game. That goes for every Cowboys player from 1995 till now. Never sniffed an NFC title game. I'm going to be ill. <laughs> like, every time I say it, it's just the worst feeling in the world. Uh, Holiday won the World Series with the Phillies, I thought. No, he might have lost the World Series because I know the Yankees beat the World Series. I think that beat was the, the, Cliff, Lee, the Cliff Lee year was when the Yankees beat them. I remember we lost that bid. Yankees were in on Cliff Lee mm -hmm. that year, and we lost out to the Philadelphia Phillies. Oh, man. Um, the Lions waste so much talent so bad that they would rather let guys retire than give them a chance to win somewhere else. And they finally broke that streak with Matthew Stafford because Calvin Johnson wanted out, and they wouldn't do it, and he just retired. And then they, it was what such was a the bad look. Barry story? He retired because they wouldn't cut him? I think it was the coach. I think they, they like... They wouldn't cut I forget, him. I forget. So Obviously, away. they weren't going to cut Barry Sanders, but I'm pretty sure that they, Steve they McNair started, went to a Super Bowl. They started having turnover on the roster and guys like familiar faces that he was playing with, and like he just thought that the direction of the team was going down. And he's like, "I'm in year ten. Right? They won't let me go. I don't really want to go. You know, Barry was a different different breed. <laughs> That's not Tyson Fury. If he never had a coke habit, he'd be the uh, the heavyweight champ for nine years running. <laughs> That's not. That's not entirely false either. I mean. I don't know. That's just, again, crazy conversation to have, um, you know, kind of stemming off yesterday when we started talking about emails. Bro, you know how many text messages I got with screenshots of people's email accounts just because they were trying to, like, one-up everybody else? There, there's some sick people out there. Sick. Um, but, yeah, so anyway, I think that'll do it. Because tomorrow, ladies and gents, it's Thursday, and that means Thursday night football, and that means the official start of week two as we start Getting into that, we'll set your lineups maybe. We'll, we'll have a conversation about some lineups that you can be doing. Maybe start some of the Chargers and the Chiefs who go down tomorrow on Amazon. Uh, if you have Amazon uh, and have streaming services, you're able to watch this. If you don't, 
um, catch up <laughs> with the times. I'm just mad that I have to flip over. I just, I'm still kind of butthurt about it. I'm not going to watch something on my phone or my laptop. Like, I have a fucking massive TV for a reason. I don't like doing it. But I'll watch the game because I know I, uh, during commercials, I just, I'll, that's when I'll go to my phone. That makes sense, right? We going to Somerset tonight? <laughs> supposed to be nice. I got to look. Okay. Anyway, big day in store for us as we still get prepared for next week's debut show of the Mojo Market Report. That'll be dropping uh, for episode one on Monday. We've been doing a bunch of prep to get ready for that stuff. Uh, Florida State minus two and a half is the free so bet. Dropping oh, some- Friday night football before. All right. So basically, get involved right now with Florida State minus two and a half before it moves to three. Um there you go, which, boys. Which, there's your free bet. Florida of the State day. minus two and a half now. Right Otherwise, now. like it's don't log off right this second. Give it another 30 seconds, and then you can go do the bet. But anyway, it's free money, boys. It is free money, according to Sauce. Um we had a little uh tidbit from AJ before Kyle. I don't know if it was tongue in cheek, but I think Kyle is gonna tail it. And he said Mike Williams th- three Mike, three props or something. Yeah, Mike right? Williams over touchdowns, receptions, and yards, ride all three. I'm with you, buddy. I'm with you, touchdowns. AJ. Is that because Keenan Allen's out? Probably. Okay. Deep analysis from the Prop Beaver. He's one of the elite members over there at uh, the Sauce Network. Obviously, there's there's Kyle, right? If you have the ranking system, there's like Kyle. And then there's like Toast and AJ. And then there's Sean Red and New Guy. And then there's well, Scoop all the up. way yeah. down. Yonder uh, is where Scoop is as far as the ranking system. Um, but anyway, like the video, guys, if you're watching this and you like the content, we appreciate you 1,001%. And tomorrow we'll get into week two of the NFL. Friday we'll do our leans. And then before you know it, Monday morning we'll be broadcasting live from New York City, Matawan, New Jersey, um, for the uh, Mojo Market Report. We're very excited about that. All right, so you hear it here. <laughs> he was so just mad. busting his balls. They are good bets. AJ has dope notes to back those bets up. And AJ's I believe a him. savant I I believe in that. AJ does have some some good info. He's got some Some good food, baby. You know who doesn't have anything good? Scoop. Scoop. It sucks, man. It sucks. Scoop, I hope you have a wonderful day. And, um, you know, for for everybody's sake at the Sauce Network, never make another fucking bet again. How about that? (laughs) But there was this one company, I think, called Chop Sports Media. Chop Sports Media. Yeah.